Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Witch Wench podcast. I am your host, Kate Goth. Just a heads up, this podcast is for over 18s. It does contain adult language and adult content. So if you're not into that or witchcraft, uh, blessings on your way out. Please close the door behind you. Hello, darlings. Welcome to this week's episode of the Witch Wench podcast. Um, I say this week. I didn't record one at the last New Moon in Leo because I was busy living through it. Um, as ever, this podcast episode comes to you unedited from my little room in Totnes in Devon. Um, so please excuse any ramblings and pauses and strange ferret noises in the background. I do not have the experience or inclination to be editing these and authenticity is kind of like my whole bag. So what you get is just me kind of waffling on to you. Uh, it's one of my favourite things to do. I think I'm quite funny. So uh, there we are. Um, today I'm going to talk about the upcoming super full moon in Aquarius, which is happening tomorrow. Um, where do I want to start? So I mean, usually when I write about Aquarius, I'm quite like upbeat and excited about it. Um, this, although I am excited I'm excited about the outcome, um, the process that we've had to get through to get to where we are and the process is going to continue is not a very comfortable one. Um, so I'm just going to go through my post on my website, which you can go and have a read of. Um, and what I do is I read through kind of what I've already written and then I can expand on that as things come up. So um, this full moon, I feel like a harbinger of bad news. Uh, it's been a rough few weeks, huh? lots of unrequested changes and doors closing doors not meant for you is the important thing to remember there um challenges to overcome and traumatic shit to face personally in my own life um i lost one of my ferrets really suddenly um i'm really grateful that i was able to make space to kind of, to grieve and feel through those emotions and as sad as it is i like i'm on the other side of that now that's part of having small furries as you just don't know um like I loved him and he was very very sweet but my focus and attention is now on my remaining ferret just a little ferrety update for anybody who's interested I know a lot of people out there do love my ferrets um so this full moon carries on that vibe of like traumatic shit to face and things coming to the surface and things that we have to deal with um but also brings a chance to process and release all of the emotions that have come up from going through this journey and these challenges so you're still here, you're still going, and that's kind of what I want you to hold on to. Um, the ob obstacles that we faced, as tough as they have been, are an opportunity for alchemy and transmutation. Um, this is pretty self-explanatory. I uh, don't know, do you need some clarity on how to transmute? So taking something negative and switching that energy and flipping it into something that you can use for positive good is what I mean by alchemy there. So the new moon in Leo and the Lionsgate portal brought an opportunity to manifest. And I hope you took that opportunity um, to manifest greater alignment for yourself and success in your endeavors. But in doing that, it's also required us to do the necessary work and trimmed away the paths that don't align, which is why we've been coming up against so many of these struggles is stuff that we need to let go or paths that we were on that weren't going to align with what we really wanted sometimes these are things that we th really thought that we wanted as well and really did want so that feeling of like disheartenment and disappointment when things don't go the way that we want to um like it's important to honor that but I, like i hate the whole like everything happens for a reason because it just feels like such toxic positivity which i'll gonna come back to in a minute um but 
in future when you look back on this moment you'll and all these challenges that you've been through hopefully you'll see why it had to be that way um so this is the last of four supermoons of the year um there's work to be done in honoring our emotions and letting go of all that doesn't serve before we move fully into harvest season at maybon which is coming up the equinox in september and we prepare to enter the cauldron of winter once more so it's a chance to prune to sort the wheat from the chaff i love all these metaphors by the way that are tied in with um, harvest and maybon um, and to use what's left of the growing season to refocus and to really go for it like we've got this last push um so Aquarius holds dominion over the 11th house, so our hopes, our wishes, our goals, and our objectives. He is inspiration, out-of-the-box thinking, and that bolt-from-the-blue idea, or ideas. Uh, the 11th house also represents our social sphere, networking, technology, and the collective. I have the privilege of connecting with a vast, and I mean vast, amount of people in my life, which does give me an insight into what's happening as a collective. This last month has been a bit of a bitch, to be honest. Uh, so much to overcome, some near misses, lots to grieve and lots to be thankful for. Finding gratitude in the hardest moments can really turn things around. And I do mean that. But it can be what really changes something. Um, as a person who used to really suffer meltdowns and to suffer things emotionally, I've personally found that like being able to find that gratitude, even if it's just a tiny bit, is can be what really brings you back from the edge. Uh, I want to be very clear here, I do not mean the toxic positivity attitude of everything happens for a reason, as I said, or that whole, like, some people have it worse than I, like, when people come up to you and they're like, oh, well, you think you've got it bad, this has just happened to me. What I mean is that finding things to be grateful for in the shittiest of moments helps to pull ourselves out of despair and find a way to put one foot in front of the other again. Being open to the lessons and accepting them and finding gratitude for what they teach can be enough to turn it around just gratitude for the lessons for some of us there is a sense of relief that we made it through which is bringing a fresh perspective on what's important a chance to refocus and push on uh ruled by the element of air aquarius is thought and ideas um so air is all about thought and ideas and it's it's air so it's very airy it's it's easy to change it's easy to influence it can be soft and gentle or it can be powerful and loud um, i feel like a lot of this has been very loud those of us that were not on the right path and asked for signs on how to get back on there um unlike logical gemini or balanced libra it's this like electric catalytic energy catalytic wow. catalytic energy um, usually when I'm feeling into Aquarius energy, I said this at the beginning, um, I find it quite exciting and invigorating. It's it's lightning, it's ripples, it's huge change and big shifts. Um, this moon, however, it comes with a audible groan, a sense of, okay, like I'll do it. I'm going to complain or cry the whole time. Um, it's a phrase that a friend of mine uses that I find just resonates such with wisdom. Like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to complain the whole time or cry the whole time. but still get it done. Um, I feel it's important to acknowledge this and make space for it. The entire... Oh, I'm tongue-tied today. I also have a small ferret running around. Um, it's a little bit distracting, but if I put her away, she's just going to make even more noise. Um, the challenges that have arisen are to set us on a path to greater alignment with the path that we're meant to be on. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's comfortable the further one is off the right path the harder and more painful these awakenings and shifts can be 
And this could be things coming to an end, such as relationships, doors that we thought were open to us that we wanted closing, loss. Like for me, it was loss, and I know for a few other people, it's been loss. Um, and also like shocking moments sent to do just that to shock us into waking up to something. Full moons are a time for releasing and letting go. And this one is a chance to honor and let go of the emotions that have come up as we move through this time of change. Aquarius's corresponding planet is Uranus or Uranus, depending on how you want to say it. Um, primordial god of the sky and great grandfather of Zeus. Uh, he is expansion, breaking free of limits and big catalytic change. So in Greek mythology, uh, Uranus was so primordial. He was the sky husband and brother i think to earth gotta love those greek gods um and they birthed um all of the titans and so this moon in aquarius is happening conjunct to saturn in retrograde and is square to uranus which is a bit of a mouthful so um just to break it down for you retrograde planets bring lessons and at the moment there are four planets retrograde right now but i'll come back to that circle back in a minute um saturn retrograde brings lessons in facing restriction our responsibilities limits and often toxic patriarchal blockages um i've got brackets here we all have internalized misogyny to overcome this is something that i go on about a lot so if you're not new here then um you'll know and you can find a good little rant on the patriarchy um i am going to do something on internalized misogyny and my own personal journey with that um, I just need the time to sit down and write it. Time is something that I'm struggling to find right now. Um, so where were we? Yeah, so Saturn retrograde lessons in restrictions and where our responsibilities are. Um, the things that have been getting in your way, basically. Uh, and the moon shows us our deepest desires and feelings. So in Aquarius, the moon in Aquarius, we are feeling called to expand, to break free of limiting ideas and to embrace change. And there's this conflict coming up between the two of them that feels like it's getting in the way of that happening in the way of us moving forwards um extra lesson less lessons <laughs> extra lessons in where our restrictions lie are coming from this connection with saturn so saturn is chronos son of uranus uranus um who in the greek myth so uh he castrated and overthrew his father and brought about the dark age of the titans who then was prophesied to be overthrown by zeus which then brought about um the olympians so it's it's this massive change huge shifts um the, do you want to go into the story of uranus and chronos so, um it was to do with uh he was a sh so uranus was ashamed of some of the titans like because they were ugly and he wanted to destroy them and Gaia loved her children didn't care what they looked like and wanted to stop that from happening so uh beseeched her son Titan Kronos to uh kill him and he killed him by castrating him and the blood of which flew out made other Titans and uh then his genitals were cast into the sea which foamed and created the goddess Aphrodite which I kind of love that story that it brought about love this destruction and this murder um anyway side note so this is what many of us have been coming up against this clash between or this connection sorry between retrograde saturn and 
Uranus and obviously Uranus is Aquarius's ruling planet as well so it's got like the extra extra bit of bite there just in case you needed a bit more of that to really open your eyes and see what was in front of you so if life feels like it's been happening at you rather than for you of late um know that there is light coming once the dust has settled we do still have to just get through this bit and the answer to finding the way through is in acceptance and allowing yourself to go through what you need to so make space to honor your emotions and release them so that you can see the path ahead clearer and um, you can head over to my blog there is another little bit on there about honoring your emotions the process that i use like it takes on average 90 seconds for an emotion to move through your body it is the holding on to that that makes it difficult and challenging if we don't make space to feel our feelings um we allow them to build stories and to affect other things and then we start projecting and then it creates this whole toxic cycle which this full moon is a really really good time to work and do that work at honoring your emotions and you will like it's made such a huge difference and uh, so it's an opportunity to practice open-mindedness um which is something that gets flung around a lot but literally just open your mind a bit like if you feel like it's everything bad happens to you and why is nothing going your way like okay feel that that's valid um but also look out for the lessons be open-minded to seeing what those lessons are and what the new opportunities that are being given to you and to follow them even if you need to cry and complain the whole time to get through it lean into your self-care practices to balance out how relentless this feels um self-care is like again it's another bit of a buzzword again you can go and read what i mean more in depth um over on the blog but self-care practices can be anything from like making sure you shower and eat right it can be soothing your inner child it can be connecting with loved ones it can be carving out some time to do to move your body to do yoga to do some spiritual practices to go for a walk to do some foraging uh to do some grounding grounding is something that i always recommend all of these things are gonna bring you back to yourself and help you to see these lessons and help you to find that gratitude and balance out how fucking relentless it's been feeling um this uncomfortable feeling uncomfortable feeling can be used and this is kind of what i want to get to with the aquarius change like no it doesn't feel like the usual positive ones that we have with a new moon but the uncomfortableness can help us to break through the limits we face restrictions and the frustrations that come with them are excellent motivators for out-of-the-box thinking when things aren't working out as you planned ask yourself what needs letting go of is it old ideas and ways of doing things like this is just not working for you anymore is it despair limiting beliefs um, when we suffer oppression we must find ways to fight it and now is not the time for rash action but to consider what could be done differently uh, what is this change pushing you towards is it pushing you back to the drawing board you will start all over again is it pushing you to allow something to end uh there is also a calling for self-discipline here um of committing or maybe recommitting if you've fallen off a little bit um recommitting to the path that we claim to want some of us are being tested and reminded of what that is we talk of breaking out of a loop into a spiral so we can continue to grow or i talk of it anyway um the pressure you've been under of late is calling for us to do something differently aquarius is here to guide us to what that new way could be albeit begrudgingly on our part um literally one of my friends uh, when I posted about kind of what I saw coming up, messaged me like, can you just ask the universe to stop it? I was kind of like, yeah, it doesn't really work that way. You can ask the universe for lots of things, but if this is in the best interest for your growth, then 
going through all this hard stuff is because that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. Um, she asked me to ask pretty please, um, which I refuse to do. Ha ha, we're all in this together. Um, oh, that was a horrible Tory quote that just came out of my mouth. I'm so sorry about that. Small distraction. No way. Um, so, yes, Aquarius. Begrudging, begrudgingly doing what Aquarius is here to tell us to do. So this supermoon brings expansion through suffering, something that I'm very familiar with, and I've learned to embrace it. Um, but I, I can totally see why other people don't want to do that, because it fucking hurts. So it's a chance to alchemize the growth we found in these hard parts into something greater. Um, I have a phrase I love, which is something that really helps me, um, and that is uh, give yourself a chance to throw yourself a pity party and then move the fuck on and that's the vibe i get from this moon um also uh sometimes like songs come through and it's that um that's life which is a there's a sean james version cover that i love um but you know like, that's life that's what all the people say like definitely is the vibe that's coming through for me right now um just grabbing on this tiny code again so elsewhere in astrology I mentioned earlier that there are four planets retrograde at the moment, and this is throwing up so many lessons. Yay! Sarcastic yay! Um, again, these lessons are, to, are here to help us grow, but it's certainly not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, so Saturn, restrictions and limits I've already covered. Uh, we've also got Jupiter, Zeus, Sky Daddy himself, retrograde, bringing lessons of patience and taking time to consider consequence before acting. Um, hopefully you do the work before the work does you on that one, like hopefully, but I know there are going to be some of us out there that didn't think it through and did act rashly and now are suffering the consequences and that feels a bit shit. Um, Neptune is another one. So, uh, Neptune is Poseidon, God of the sea. So usually, uh, that connection, the positive ones, I guess would be, um, universal love and like all things being interconnected, um, retrograde neptune shows us where deceptions lie it's like that lifting of the veil those deceptions including the deceptions that we tell ourselves so that could be about things that you thought you wanted and things that you held on to that weren't really good for you and like that whole but i love him kind of vibe um and finally in our retrograde list of planets is pluto my pluto one of my his favorite the right word one of the deities that i work with and one that i'm familiar with um mostly because of my shadow work journey um and becoming comfortable with that like hades is lord of the underworld and we each have an inner underworld our inner psyche so working with this pluto energy and this pluto retrograde is powerful shit um it's bringing up the need for shadow work love the shadow work um if you've been here before and you've read any of my other posts or you've listened to this before or you've met me in person you will know that i talk about shadow work a lot because it's important um you can read a description of it you can find some rituals to support you in it i use a lot of journaling to do shadow work i don't love it because it's enjoyable i love it because i'm living proof of how transformative it can be the process of taking responsibility for meeting and embracing your shadow self is the fastest way to healing fastest not being like it i'm not saying it's like super fast but it is the fastest way that i know um and it comes in that taking responsibility and 
doing something about it, not just going, oh, why me? Why does this happen? Why do I react this way? Why does this pattern keep repeating itself? It's like, no, go and look at it and do the work and actually find out because a lot of it are choices that you've made along the way, albeit because of trauma or poor role models or patriarchal conditioning. Um, it's all in there. It's all in the shadow work. Um, so with the fastest way to healing, uh, fastest way to aligning with yourself and your highest purpose, like it will help you strip away like if you do things just because you're conditioned to do them because that's what you thought you were meant to be doing and actually it will help you find what you really want to be doing with your life and what you feel called to do and give yourself the freedom to actually follow that through and level the fuck up yes it is scary yes it is painful but now is the best time to do it especially before we're going into winter like don't be taking all this shit with you into winter winter's all about shadow work anyway like if you make a jump on it now you're gonna have less work to do or at least be further ahead with it maybe not less work um there's lots of masculine energy in the astrology at the moment all of the retrograde planets are masculine mars planet of action and war is up to a bunch of fuckery also um so <laughs> it's interesting the you're gonna hear a lot of the same names now so mars is sextile to neptune neptune in retrograde uh which is a positive connection between them like that uh, means that things kind of flow harmoniously between them, but it does mean more work for us to put into looking at the things we've not wanted to admit or accept. So the things that you've been deceiving yourself on, um, the things that you've not wanted to face because you know it's going to be hard work. They're just going to keep coming up if you don't face them. Uh, there is a square between Mars and Saturn bringing more conflict. Yay! Uh, those restrictions seemingly in the way of how we choose action like now is the time to practice acting over reacting. And the only way to practice this is by having lots of opportunities to do so. Hence, lots of things to potentially react to sometimes. Um, it's, an, you know, it's an opportunity to start new things and put in new tools and patterns and not repeat those old cycles that you claim to not want to be repeating anymore. Um, just in case you need another poke to do the work, Mars is also in trine with Pluto retrograde. Um, so more little digs and pokes for you to do the shadow work and actually sit down and do it like it's i want to say it's not that bad like i nearly said it's not that bad I, that would be a lie it is really bad i've lived through it ego death but it is fucking worth it um i've had you know several ego deaths and i know that i'm gonna have to go through more in my life and as much as i'm not gonna be like yeah that's great i'll do it right now when the time comes to do it i will do it i will complain and i will cry the whole time but i will fucking do it um, so the reason I point out the amount of cosmic masculine energy around at the moment is that I feel like this is where we're being called to look in terms of shadow work and, and stuff within ourselves. Um, by masculine and feminine, I do not mean sex and gender. Gender is a construct, um, a toxic construct, and that's kind of why a lot of us have these wounds. But I speak in terms of divine archetypal energy. So we have both within us. And having an acceptance and alignment of both of those aspects within ourselves leads to greater peace, a greater sense of peace in ourselves and in the world and in our relationships. And like, for me, this is where I think the change that we need is going to come from. Um, sadly, there's much wounding in this that needs addressing due to the toxic nature of the patriarchal conditioning that we received and the generational trauma that that has caused. Um, again, you can go and read a bit more about um, the patriarchy it is a rant is a rant that came from a really heartfelt place um but obviously this is a topic that is close to my heart and many people's heart because it is a change that we 
are going through right now. It's it's healing some of these wounds for us and for our those who come after us and to heal those who came before us. Like we're only two generations away from a world war. Like I think it's very easy to forget that sometimes when we start like, you know, I go on my misandry kind of rants about men and you know all the jokes and things that I make which I I make because you know you kind of have to laugh at it so that it's not quite so terrifying but you know we are only two generations away from a world war and that generational trauma is fucking strong anyway I always want to rant about the patriarchy I think I should just make my website like maybe I'll make a second one just like just fully dedicated to ranting about the patriarchy and then we can leave it there no I'm kidding I'm not going to do that it's all tied in right <laughs> My ex said to me, not everything's about the patriarchy, Kate. And my response is, I think you'll find it is. So this moon, <laughs> stop ranting. This moon is an opportunity to look at our own wounded masculine. So within you and how it affects the way you move through the world. The way that we feel we need to behave in order to succeed at the things we're trying to achieve here. The times that we allow logic and reasoning to silence our intuition the things that we feel the need to fight for and the ways in which we fight, like, are they serving you? How do you feel about your own masculinity? Do you have a healthy relationship to it? Do you even look at it? Do you talk to it? How do you hold space and show up for yourself? Are you feeling called to do more of that? And have you been doing it in a way that you're proud of? There are also many forgotten facets of masculinity, which we overlook. We seem to have lost over the years with this conditioning and this shaping of like what role a man plays and what role a woman plays. Like we overlook things like the, there's this connected mage, this kind of Merlin energy. Then there's this boyhood kind of apprentice student of the world. And then there's this gentle, open hearted father energy. Um, the, the protecting, loving energy, not just the, like, Uranus, Kronos demanding energy. Um, so often we only look at the masculine as, like, hunter, gather, warrior, and only see those things as valuable because, you know, patriarchal bullshit. Um, there's more to that. Like, we each have more of that within us. Anything that requires holding space, action, logical thinking like the doing aspects rather than just the being aspects like these are masculine aspects how do you feel about that is a good question just start with that how do i feel about how i do over how i am or how i am when i'm in being mode like how are you when you're in doing mode how do you want to change that have you been actively doing or have you just been kind of reacting um so to sum up i'm just going to check time Ooh, four minutes cool i think i can do this in four minutes so it's been a rough journey to get us here uh we have much to process and to let go of in order to move into greater alignment yeah we fucking knew um the super full moon in aquarius brings a chance to release the emotions and all that don't serve that alignment the restrictions and the unrequested changes we've come up against have shown us the areas we need to apply a bit more open-mindedness and shadow work to being prepared to pivot our direction even if it feels like a punch in the gut that we have to do that in the first place like i do shout pivot a lot i've started it with uh, some of the other women in my group like when shit goes awry rather than being despairing or wasting energy like wondering why or what if you just go pivot and then change direction and keep going um we're being shown a different direction 
look out for new opportunities and ways of doing things to follow in the next couple of days. It may feel heavy to put one foot in front of the other on this new path. So do balance that out with all of the grounding and self-care and you can, that can see you through blah, 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 all of the grounding and the self-care that will see you through the pain of the work that must be done. Um, in order to alchemize what we've been through into positive action, we can use this full moon to find the lessons in it, to release what did not serve and to free up space for things that will serve us better. Likely, you know exactly what these lessons are as being a super moon, they will have come through loud, like fucking loud. Like my friend's house nearly burned down fucking loud. Um, this is a good time to look at our relationship to the masculine, what it represents to us, how we engage with it and what we want to change in terms of how we work with it. It's in how we choose to act rather than react. The potential for oppression and the frustration it brings being a catalyst to break through to something better. This will take commitment and self-discipline. So focus on where you are heading. Let go of the need to rail against change. Just let it go. Just go in the direction that you're being pushed to go in. Follow that. You can use my basic full moon ritual over on the blog to support you. Um, you can scream, howl, cry about how shit it has been. But the message is to keep going to throw yourself a pity party and move the fuck on. I would have liked to bring you something slightly more uplifting in this astrology reading, my darlings, but it very much is what it is. So there is hope though, on the other side of all this conflict and work is greatness. There is light at the end of the tunnel. We just, and I've got just, just in brackets, making it sound so easy. We just have to do the work, maintain an open mind and keep going, even if it's just one minute at a time. You got this we got this and i'm gonna have to do my sign off uh slightly separately um one second hang on okay i realized that to you this sounds like there's no time being missed but um i only get half hour segments to record this so i figured that i would just stop and rather than try and rush through it i could do my little sign off and my plug here but then what i did was i deleted something else and I thought I just deleted everything that I'd recorded and I was very close to having to just take all of my own advice right then and then you wouldn't have been getting a podcast this week so uh very grateful that didn't happen very grateful that you're here and you're listening to me waffle on about astrology um do hit me up if there's anything that you'd like to know more about you can find me over on my social media um also if you like my work you can there's a button on my website to buy me a pint you can also tip me through my paypal um because i'm a one witch show and i gotta make a living um also uh there's a there's a bunch of content on my website that is free so if you're new to witchcraft and you just want some more definitions then you can head over there and you can find a bunch of stuff for free um there is also some subscription only content which um i've recently put my ultimate magical correspondence list which has got everything you need for um, beginning to craft your own spells uh, so it's got herbs and trees and crystals and days of the week. And it's a lot of knowledge and wisdom that I've collected over the years across various notebooks. Um, and it is my own kind of online grimoire, I suppose. Um, there's also some working with the moon rituals that will help you there. Um, there's some more intense shadow work stuff. Um, so if you just head over to the blog and click on witching only content, you can find it all there. There's a bunch of spells and recipes to support you. 
Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, exciting things in the pipeline for me. I'm hoping to be running a tr retreat. So if you're in the UK, particularly in the Devon area, close to Maybon, uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, we're running a retreat um, on on my friend's land. Um, so that's super exciting. And yeah, whatever you've had coming up for you this full moon, like A, I'm very sorry that it's been so hard. And B, I hope that you do find a way to find the lessons and to alchemize it and to push through. And I hope you know that you, as hard as it feels and as impossible as it feels, that you are fucking capable of it. Um, I used to have some wisdom that I'll share with you. I used to work with a lady who was very dear to my heart. And um, one of the things that she used to say when I was feeling overwhelmed by the path ahead of me was she used to say, um, how do you eat an elephant? And I'd stand there and go, I don't fucking know. I'm not in the mood for riddles, quite frankly. Um, and she'd go in little pieces, like break it down into bite-sized pieces. If you have to live one minute at a time or five minutes at a time or one day at a time and just put one foot in front of the other, if that's what you need to make it through, then do that. Don't think about the big picture and just know that you will get there just by putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and that's about it for me, um, for this week. So at the very latest, I'll hopefully check in with you in the next couple of weeks. Um, I am hoping that things die down and I get some time to do some more writing and to create some more content for you, but it is not looking like that is going to happen in the month of August. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming and thank you for listening and yeah, take care of yourselves. Peace out. I love you. Mwah.